Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. How many are not shepherds? Great. How many want to become shepherds? Great. What is the great difficulty in becoming a shepherd? Bilal, stand up, tell me. What do you think is the main difficulty in becoming a shepherd? Can you give me my chair here so that I'm, I'm feeling tired? Yeah. What do you think looks difficult about becoming a shepherd? Nothing. It's easy. Very good. Okay, thank you. Who else is not a shepherd? Yes, stand up. Tell me. What's your name? Lisbeth. Okay. Is it easy to become a shepherd? What, what, what do you think you need to become a shepherd? Patience. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Patience for what? To go through whatever you have to go through before you can be a shepherd. Very good. Where is the map of Accra that I asked for? Somebody should get it back for me, right? Now, uh, you see, I believe that uh, God wants to use all of us. Now, you'll find out that when you start to do the work of God, that is, you start to preach, you become very happy. You see, it's like you can be in church and be very committed. You always receive the word. You, you, you believe whatever the pastor says. You rarely receive and you are happy. But when you actually start to do the work yourself, you get it? There is a certain joy which comes to you which is not easily explained. Hallelujah. And, and I think that the reason is because you were made for that. It is like you find your purpose. Because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 that Christ has saved us and he has created us in Christ Jesus unto good works which he has already prepared that we should walk in them. You get it? Can we look at that verse, Ephesians chapter 2? Let's all read it. No, not this map. The map of Accra. Has Pastor Ko taken it away? Get Pastor Ko to give us that map. Can somebody read it, please? Ready, go. For we are... Amen. We are his workmanship. You get it? Created in Christ Jesus. Created unto good works. Amen. So I was created for good works. And so were you. I said so were you. So you were created for good works. 
I was created for good works. So, no matter how many things you do in this life, if you don't find those good works and begin to do them, you have not found your purpose. And in a, although you may have so many things in your life, you are still a little frustrated without even knowing it. I'll give you an example. Somebody goes to London. He's got a visa or he goes to London and right where he enters the, at the airport, they stop him and they refuse to allow him to enter. And he's brought back to Ghana on the next flight. Do you think that person will feel happy? Why would he not feel happy? Huh? Wasn't he in Ghana before? So why should he be sad? It's like what he went to do, he didn't even start. And it's so painful. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you must decide that I am going to find my works, my life's purpose. And I can tell you in this church, we are not trying to let the ministry look mystical so that you 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 the ministry looks so far as something that is out of your reach you will not hear me sharing with you so that you feel that you know no you can't preach or i am specially called since an angel appeared to me therefore once angel has not appeared to you you get it you cannot also do the work of god and so on that is not my aim we are all trying to encourage us all to do the work because the reality is that if you do not do what you are supposed to do the work of god will not be done i can have you how many have heard of brother lawson how many have never heard of brother lawson raise up your hand raise your hand high give give me a wave you know heard of brother lawson yeah now brother lawson was a great man of god who was in collegono huh some years ago divine healers church now today many of you don't even know his name Bilal did you know his name you never heard of him so every great man of God will appear and will vanish so what can one person do really for God very little very little you, your, your ministry cannot even last long in that sense so the best and the most important thing is for for many of us to get involved in the work and not just watching the ministry as it happens but actually working with god and with the lord and for the work of the ministry hallelujah so you need to decide that look i can i will and you know something there is no sin that you can commit on earth that thank you is too much that the lord will say i don't like you this is the map of accra all right and this map shows just a small part of accra are you seeing and we are going to get it upgraded because this is the airport here you see see the airport there the big two big roads there are you helping me 
you get it and um, that's the airport and that's Tetequashi Circle so this is this used to be Accra so this is can you see and that's Tetequashi Circle but how many know that beyond Tetequashi Circle now the, the Accra used to end just somewhere here beyond Tetequashi now Accra is up here is huge my father built a hotel at airport residential area and my mother tells me she always remembers when they were working with the surveyor at airport it was forest my own mother tells me that hotel was built in the 70s that whole area was bush airport it's before tetequashi circle airport residential area it was forest so you can see how many people have come huh are you there more people oh, can, look at and Kolegono is here come and see Kolegono is this is Kole Lagoon eh? I like Kole Lagoon and this is the sea so we are here down here if you are here or here and this one cry where does it reach Interna- this is a trade fair. It doesn't go beyond trade fair to Teshi, Teshi Nungwa, Sakumono. All those places are here. Tema, Ashaiman, play big. All this. And here is what? It says from Takradi and Tema, Odoko. My house is somewhere here. And from here, the houses are more. Pastor Eddie lives after the barrier. After the bar, you go, you cross as though you are traveling to Takrade. <laughs> and then you'll be going, uh, then you have to see certain signs on the road before you know that you are near his house. And there are a lot of people there. Who is going to win these people? How can such people come to church in Kolegono? It's not possible. We have to fill the city with churches. And, and the people who are going to preach are you. How many are glad about that? I am not here to share posts. If it's post you are looking for, please get up immediately and start going home. I am here to give you work. You see, we have been preaching a wrong gospel. That Jesus Christ came to take away our troubles. Jesus didn't come to take away our trouble. He came to give us more troubles. And he came came to take away sins, not troubles. Sins. For persecution and problems, for being a Christian and working for God, more. In this world, you have tribulation. Think not that I came to bring peace on earth. Whose words are those? The words of your Savior. I came to set a man at variance with his brother. So, brothers and sisters, you are being welcomed to the hard work of the ministry. Can I have an amen? Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. I said the hard work. I said the hard work. Ministry is very hard work. If you think it is easy work, all I will ask you to do is to stay close to me for just one day. Just don't go far. When you come on Sunday, don't go till I go. And you know what? 
so that you can hear everything that I'm saying and everything that I'm doing I want you to stay by me sit by me stand by me and we will be together from morning till I go home and you will decide for yourself whether we are playing or we are working here amen are you understanding what I'm talking about yeah so the ministry is not a joke it's not by suddenly you come and then there's cloud around you and there's fire and there's glory and then now power God is moving there's nothing like that you have to be humble and work for God one by one one by one you win souls and if you are too big you can't do it look me my father was one of the richest people in Ghana if you don't know I'm telling you our family is one of the richest my father's hotel was the best hotel in Accra in his days my father was the president of the Ghana Hoteliers Association my mother is a white woman all our friends were half cast the places I used to go Tesano Sports Club Polo Club uh, 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 Shangri-La was not there in those days I mean these are the places that, that is my life I wasn't, I wasn't in Kolegono I've not, I've not been to Kolegono before <laughs> I used to sit on when I, when, I, when I was flying I would fly first class sometimes only me and the chief justice in the uh, first class cabin me and the chief, the chief justice in Swiss air, first class only the two of us, I'm a child Oh yeah, I'm just telling you my life. I, 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 have, I have not passed through Kolegono before. Now, <laughs> if you want to be big, you get it. You won't do the ministry work. There's nothing like ministry. How many people like me? How many even have casts are in the church today? All my friends. Where is JY? Where is JY? He's gone home. These were my friends. The wife's mother is from Austria. So my mother knew also, she also knew foreigners who had married Ghanaians. So they were close. So that was it. All the half caste. And the half caste in those days, when you see people like that, this one is doing this, this one is doing all bad things. It was a certain life. I used to go horse riding with uh, horse riding, Bema camp. This was the, one day Rollins came to drop me in my house at Osu. These were the people that I was moving with. Before he was president. Before he was president. That's riding. Yeah. So brothers and sisters, I wouldn't have been passing through this area if it were not for the work of God. And you mustn't feel too big. Because everybody is important. For your area, you are also an important person. (laughs) Everybody is important. But you must decide to be humble so that you can be involved in the work of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? So, brothers and sisters, we are here to be trained to join the work. What did Jesus say? The laborers, the harvest is plenty, but the members, the members are few. Is that not so? No, it's not so. The members. Did you not see the church full today? You did not see the crowds that were here. There were people. But the laborers, laborers are those who sweat. 
those who get tired, those who work behind the scenes, there are not many. Even in Lighthouse, it is the same everywhere. Alexandra, amen. Hallelujah. So, today I have brought you here because God has laid on my heart to really share with you, to try and involve. All I want to do is to involve you. I don't want to be a great... Look, we want to build churches like this one all over Accra and Tema. Oh, yeah. I'm always discussing with my people, Ashaman building, Adenta building, Awoshi building, Abekan building. We are trying... Look, there's no great person around. It's not like, oh, this, the bishop... No. I can be whatever. If somebody is staying at Medina, he won't come here. It takes something to come here. More than money. We want the work. We don't care. Who's needed? Nobody is important. One day I will die and turn into dust. You won't see my face again. Yeah. One day I will be carried in wawa boards to the cemetery. Unless Jesus comes before. Oh yeah. All our importance will vanish into thin air. Only what? Only God is important. Nobody, you and I must make ourselves like ants. When you see ants, do you see the commander? He's one of the workers. He's one of the workers. They are just a lot. You don't know who is in charge. But they have a plan. They have a strategy. They even have a king and a queen. But you don't know who it is. Our army is going to be such that you won't even know who the commander is. So they say, so, we, so where is the headquarters? Oh, which one is the headquarters? When we came there, we thought it was the headquarters. When we went there, too, we thought it was the headquarters. So where is the headquarters? The headquarters are everywhere. The people are like ants. When we enter a place, we must know that soul winners, church fillers, follow-uppers, witnesses, prayer warriors have come to town. Not lazy fat sheep who are used to being blessed every day. Receive it. I receive it, Pastor. I receive it, Pastor. Receiving, receiving, receiving. It's time to give something. And the more you give, the more you receive. You see, like I was sharing earlier this evening, it is those who start to give and start to do the work. God gives those people. Have you seen how many times the Lord appeared to uh, Paul? The Lord appeared, angels and the Lord appeared to Paul several times. Several times. If you'll be there, no, angel has appeared. Because the way his life was hot in the ministry, you need more of such things. But if you are not keenly in the ministry, you can't have these kind of things. Amen. So you are the next person who God is going to raise up to do the work of God. And once we don't have that sense of importance as who am I, who is he, who is he, who is that, but we are doing the work, we are going to be blessed. Now, I want to give you what I call the key to becoming a shepherd or a pastor or a minister. And the key is called the key of connection. The key of connection. Connection to what? Now, notice Ephesians chapter 4. 
Ephesians chapter 4, verse. Are you there? Verse 11. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Who is in charge of coffee? Lavelle, make sure there's coffee here tomorrow, okay? For the perfecting of the saints. Amen. Are you there? Verse 13. Till we all come into the unity of the faith. Amen. Verse 14. That we henceforth be no more what? Children. Tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up. Are you growing up? Into him in all things. Listen. You must grow up in the word. You must grow up in anointing. You must grow up in the ministry. You must grow up in prophetic things. You must grow up in anointing. You must grow up in revelation. You must grow in your understanding. You must grow in anointing. You must grow in wisdom. Not just in, in just growing that I've been in the church for seven years, but grow. You must grow in understanding, grow in vision, grow in anointing, grow in revelation, grow in your ability to preach, your ability to teach, your ability. You can't just be there for a long time. It's wrong. Hallelujah. I'm giving you the key to becoming a shepherd or a ministry. Just one key. It's called connection. Amen. Verse 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. According to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. I'm sure you didn't understand that. So I'm going to read from a Bible, another Bible here. Let's see what it says. Did you understand it? No, I didn't either. So let's read it from, I'm reading from another Bible. It's the Contemporary English Bible. Okay, are you there? So you just listen to mine. Ephesians 4, 16. That's the main verse we are looking for. We must, okay, we must stop acting like children. We must not let deceitful people trick us by their false teachings, which are like winds that toss us from place to place. Love should make us tell the truth. Then we will all grow in every way and be more like Christ, the head of the body. Christ holds it together and makes all its parts work perfectly as it grows and becomes strong because of love. Okay. Well, notice verse 16 in the King James. It says, from the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. Notice, notice, this is the main thing for tonight. God is building a body. Say a body. Say a body. Your body, the body cannot grow unless it is connected perfectly to the other parts of the body. Notice, God is building a body. He's not building isolates like a heart on its own. Lungs separated. Head separated. But he is building a body of connected parts. And if the parts are connected, they will be appropriately positioned to receive what is coming from other parts of the body. Amen. Come, Henry. You see this man's arm? Unbuckle your... Roll it up. 
Let them see your nice muscles. Now notice. Do you see here? Look, can you see? This is his vein. Right? Big one. Nice big one here. You can take a lot of blood from here. So you have a big you have his arm. And all this arm is growing nicely. Compared with this, are they the same size? Are your two arms the same size? <laughs> and you see that his arms are growing nicely. As soon as we cut off his blood supply, the blood is in here. The blood is coming from here, under here. It's coming down. The brachial artery and so on. They are coming down and supplying radial artery to here. As soon as we disconnect it, this arm will become very small. Have you seen a cripple before? Have you seen their legs and the parts that are not well connected? Or even if it dies and it's not connected, it doesn't grow anymore. So God is building a body and this uh, thumb is connected to his heart. Very, very well connected. The blood, this one, his heart is just below here, right here. It pumps that up. Boop, 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 boop. And as it pumps, the blood with food, the food that he eats is in the blood with energy. And it comes all the way here. And it's growing. And it gives him oxygen too. Keeps it alive. Every joint. So the some part is there already and it is being connected to this part of the body and therefore the supplies of whatever is needed to grow are coming because it is connected it has a relationship now many of you are members of the church if you are to become shepherds or pastors you must have another relationship than the relationship that you have with your head. Amen. Amen. Because the extent to which you are connected depends on how you grow. If you are connected very well, it says that the parts are fitted together beautifully. If it's not fitted well, it won't grow. Fruitfulness is based on relationship. Husband and wife, they have to relate. Shake the nearest sister. Anybody who has a sister nearby or brother nearby? Are you relating with the nearest sister? Huh? I relate with the nearest sister by shaking the hands. Does that bring forth a, a child? No, it does not. That extent of relationship cannot bring forth a child. Can it? Does it? How many have shaken hands with somebody then she wrote to you that you've made her pregnant? It cannot and it does not. Is that not so? The relationship must go a step, I mean not even a step, many steps further. A a, a relationship which is deeper must happen. Otherwise there will be no child. Amen. Now your relationship with me as your pastor must go deeper otherwise there will be no fruit you've been shaking hands smiling saying amen and walking around but 
if you are really going to bear fruit, there has to be a relationship with the next part of the body, not even the head. You don't understand. You see, this thumb is not the head. This is the head. This is Jesus. The head is here. Shake the head. This is Jesus. But this thumb, this thumb, even this is divided into three. You see? It's connected to the next part which God has made next to it. Or even if like to the arm. The, have you seen a thumb connected to the head like that? It's not, it's not possible. You will look very funny. God has provided next to where you are, if you are the thumb, something. You must connect very well to it. When you connect very well to it, you will connect very well to the rest of the body. And you will be connected to where really life is coming from. So if you are in Lighthouse, I am your pastor. God has put you next to me and has put me next to you. And that's what God has given to you. I mean, I'm not the best pastor, but that's the one that God has given, brought next to you. You must connect very well because if you think, if your, your thumb does not connect very well, you will not be connected to what can make you grow. You will not have the connection that makes you grow. You see, you can hold the chair for a long time, but the chair will not grow. You may be getting fat, but the chair will not grow. Because the sort of link that is needed between you and the next thing to bring life is not holding a chair. It's deeper than that. To cut off your, if you like, try to cut off your thumb, you see how blood will flow, nerves are cut off, so many things. It's not a simple thing. It's not a simple thing to remove a part of that. It's connected. Yeah, I've had an operation before to remove parts of my body. It's not a small thing to remove a part of the body. It's connected to so many things. Yeah. So if God's power is to flow into you for you to become a shepherd or a pastor, there is another relationship, another interaction of another higher level which you need to enter into with the nearest part of the body that has been given to you which is your pastor directly and that will connect you to heaven god showed me years ago he showed me sir you see this pastor in town honor him he is the one i put there next to you don't think of any other body of christ anywhere the body of christ is next to you but only that familiarity will make you look at that person and say you know i don't believe in you and so i don't want and that is the satan's deception therefore you are disconnected from the rest of the body if you think you are going to be anointed by Benihin somewhere, you don't understand what you are doing. Amen. You need to connect directly to what God is giving to you so that you can become what you are supposed to be. Turn to John chapter 15. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, John chapter 15. Now, notice... Here is another way of explaining the same thing to you. I am, verse 1, I am the true vine. My father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth fruit. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. 
He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. It's the same thing that I'm trying to explain to you. The branch and the vine have to be related in a special way. If they, are, if they disconnect, they won't bear fruit anymore. He said, if you abide in me and I in you, you bear fruit. There is the level of relationship, it's not just touching. You must be in me and I must be in you. Otherwise, you're not going to have any fruit. So, I am sharing with you, you may find, it may be, sound a bit strange to you, but you must have a special relationship with your pastor, with me, if you are going to become fruitful. Just like Jesus was trying to say that, if you stay in me, you bear fruit. If you do not stay in me, you will not bear fruit. So what is that special relationship? That relationship is the relationship, is, you see, relationships are the main thing through which there's flow. When there's no relationship, there's no, like somebody who is not even my church member, nothing flows from me to him. They don't even hear my voice. I never even preach to them. They don't get anything from me. They just know about me or they don't even know me. But when you become my church member, there is a relationship. Then there can be a flow. Amen. Now, that relationship is the relationship of a father with a son or a daughter. Amen. All right? So, that is the best relationship that you can have. And that is a son and a daughter, or a father and a son. Amen. Now, why is that necessary? Number one, number one, a son is forever. I'm giving you why you must become a son or a daughter. Okay, number one, a son is forever. Turn to John chapter 8, verse 35. Now we are going faster. How many have realized that you must connect deeper? How many realize that it's deeper? Before a father and a mother bring forth a baby, a certain deeper relationship takes place. It's not shaking of hands or waving. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? John chapter 8. A son is forever. I'm giving you seven reasons why you must become a son. Number one, a son is forever. Amen. Amen. Now listen, how many of you think that I am a father to you spiritually? Uh-huh. You are, you are wrong. It is not, you see, I'm your, I'm, for many of you, I'm your pastor, but I'm not your father in the ministry. Or spiritually a father. You see, it takes something for you to be somebody's child. As for saying father, we are all very respectful. Oh, daddy, even in Catholic church, you call the priest father. So what I am saying, you may think that you already have it. It's not respect. Respecting somebody doesn't mean you've taken the person as your father. They are different things. Everybody, how many respect me? Raise your hand. Uh-huh. The fact that you respect me does not mean that I'm your father. There are many children running around in the church. 
But there are some fair children, when you see them, you know that we know the father of this one. Oh, yeah. When you are my child in the ministry and I, you, I see you, or even others see you, it will flash through their minds that Mene, this person, his father is he's like, he's just like his father. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm serious. The fact that you are close to me does not mean, mean that I'm your father. Because even your own children, you can easily not be close to them. Because your children can be people that you see, you bye-bye, hello, you come, you go, you come, you go, you don't even see them. When you see those children walking around, you say that, this one of Bishop's children, this one of my sons, sitting right here, he preached on Tuesday. How many noticed that he's like his father? Did you see that on, on Tuesday? Aha. Uh-huh. Sit down. I am saying something that, you see, the fa- I was telling some people, I said, look, you may be close to me, but some, you, you, may, you are on a different line from where your father is flowing. I said, me, my line is the ministry. If you are my son or my daughter, your love and your heart is in God and is in the ministry. Because you can ask Reverend Saki, you can ask Pastor Eddie. Pastor Eddie, I've known him for many years. I've known Reverend Saki for many years. You can ask for all the years we've known ourselves. It has been only the same thing that we are after. It's all that we are still after. And it is God, and it is his work, and it is his ministry. That's all. And it is still the same. A father is not the best advisor. I may give you good advice. doesn't make me your father. I say, do you want to know the real father? Even when my children were in my, in my wife's womb, when the guy does the scan, they say, ah, the feet are very long. Say, it's my child. It's my child. They, they, they'll say that the back is long, the head is long. That this is, I say, that is my child. <laughs> Even in the womb, cry, you can see that the thing is like a father. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. So if that heart is not in you, you may say it's my father, but in reality, yeah. If that spirit is not in you to work for God and to love God, yes, there may be a relationship. Look, there are people who are my children. They can be my nephews. They can be my little cousins. They can be friends. They can be friends' children. They can be nice people around, but it doesn't mean that you are the person's child. If you don't get into that, look, a man and a woman, eh, if you don't get into that connection, you can't have a child. It's true. You may do 1,000 different things, but there's a particular kind of relationship that must take place. Otherwise, it just won't happen. And I am, I am sharing with you something because I don't want to, I don't want to deceive you. Look, it is not by power or by might it's by the spirit how does the spirit come it's by the anointing but how does this anointing come it's by the grace of god but how does this grace come do you understand how can we get connected and how can we have it how can we be touched how can we become what we are supposed to be that is what i'm sharing with you 
I'm not here to show you seven things to do if you are a shepherd, 14 things to do as a shepherd does. I'm trying to show you how to get connected. Because if you are not connected, it's not going to flow. And if it doesn't flow to you, you're not going to grow. You're not going to become what you could become. You must get connected. Beyond what you are, you are, you are close, you are around. But you've got to connect. You've got to, you've got to connect. You've got to become a vine and a branch together. When you cut off, you are, not, you are, you are nothing. A son is forever. John chapter 8 verse 35. It says, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. A servant will not stay forever, but a son will stay forever. You know who the people are who are pastors in Lighthouse? They are people who are in Lighthouse forever. Not people who are in Lighthouse for five years. So I'm in Lighthouse for this first half of my life when I'm young. I'm in lighthouse when there's no trouble. When there's trouble, I'll leave. A son is in the house. Victor Salome is in uh, court. Do you think his children are saying they are no more called Salome? No, they are still Salome. They are with him. If, they, if, they, if, they, if the man is convicted and they send him to prison, they are still his children. And he will be there with them. The wife is still his wife. And the children are still his children. They will still carry his name. And the years will go by because a child is in the house forever. My pastors are not like employees. Even those who are full time are not like employees. Our organization is not like employees. These are people employed. Want to study your organization? It seems you are having some of the most. Uh, 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 develop administrative skills and certain things you have been able to put a certain organization together that is running perfectly people don't know organization organization is, is the relationship you see when God will train you he will take you as nobody by the time he finishes he'll call you he'll call you a friend the relationship will grow till when Jesus started his ministry People said he should go. Bible said he did not trust. His disciples said he should go. Bible said he did not trust them. Well, he knew what was in man. But at the end, he said, I don't call you. I don't call you servants. I call you my friends. After the three years of coming, there was a certain connection. Take place. You are not just, you are no one. You are my, my friends. A connection has taken place. Now you are my friends. You know who are the pastors in our church? As they get closer, those who get closer become friends. We are friends. But people don't understand. They think it's some special strategy. Some people think you pay them very well, so everybody is happy. So when you pay a lot of money, then it's not, it's not like that. What, what do you, we are in 25 different countries. I can pick a telephone and talk to Pastor Joel for two hours. Pastor Joel was my little whatever, like that. But he has become my friend. He's become. A, I can talk with him till I'm sleeping, and he's still talking to me. Bishop, 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 please. And he's waking me up to talk to him. Because he's, he's become a friend. Not just somebody who is there. You see, Jesus will pick you as an unknown person and connect himself. By the time the flow takes place, you become a friend. And the more the relationship, the more things pass through. People don't understand why Jesus spoke in parables. Parables were because the special blessing were reserved for the close ones. 
It's not for everybody. As the, as the closeness comes, you hear things which others don't hear. They don't never understand what it is. It's just total mystery. Come quietly, let's go and discuss it. It's those few people who understand. So God is trying to pull you closer. Closer. And say, who do you want to be? Because I want to be close to Benny. No, the thumb is close not to the head or to the shoulder. But it is close to what has been put next to you. You connect to it and move, develop. So you must, and the relationship that can be between me and you, or that can be between whoever it is, is a father and a son relationship. And the first thing of a father and a son is that it is forever. Even in our church, I don't want to employ people who are going to be around for just a year or something. But by the time you know everything, you are on your way somewhere. How many would like Reverend Saki to announce that he, God has called him now, he's, he's decided to go and start his own church uh, El Faro Chapel International. <laughs> Do you know El Faro? It means the lighthouse in Spanish. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, in, 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 in French. El Faro. El Faro is Spanish, yeah. El Faro. El Faro Chapel International. <laughs> It sounds funny. But that's what happens all the time. This one is, says it's going here. This one says it's going here. But a son is in the house forever. Is it not true? Is it not true? Is your child not your child forever? Even when you are dead, he's your child. Whatever you do, he's your child. When you go, my father was arrested twice by Rollins. Twice I came to Nima Police Station to re- re- rescue him. Twice. But he was still my father. As I stood outside Nima Police Station looking at Okanja Adamafio and others, cars moving around and talking walkie talkies and whether to release Mr. Hayward Mills, I was his son. Whether I was in a good position or in a weak position, I'm still his son. And I'm in it forever, in good times and in bad times, in wealth, in being down. I'm there. That's why God wants to develop the relation along sons and daughters and family. That is how the system is being maintained. If you want to know, the secret is that the secret is that it is a relationship some people have connected to. Do you understand what I'm saying? Very good. Very good. Now, Number two, how many want to know how to develop that relationship? I'm going to tell you. Number two, quickly. A son follows. First Corinthians chapter four. You are going to become a shepherd if you become a son. Definitely. I mean, it's like saying, this one looks like it. You're going to become that because that is what your father is like. You're going to become just like him. Because I'm a pastor. Can't you see that I'm a pastor? How many can see that I'm a pastor? If you become like me, you are going to become a pastor. I mean, it's as simple as that. I was talking to one of my sons in the ministry. I asked him on Sunday. I said, 
Are you ready to die? He said, Bishop, I'm ready to die this evening. I said, that is my child. Yeah. Amen. I'm ready to die this evening for God. But I know a whole lot of people who are not ready to die. (laughs) Careful. Verse 14. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, as my beloved what? As my beloved employees, as my beloved what? Sons, I warn you. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Listen on. He said you have 10,000 fathers, uh, instructors, teachers. But you don't have many fathers. But I have begotten you. Amen. Verse 16. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers. Followers of me. Amen. If you become a son or you become a daughter, are you listening to me? You will follow your father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. My earthly children are going to school. That is what I did when I was young. In the natural, they are following me. They are looking like me. They are going to school the way I went to school. They are following a certain natural course. I pray that spiritually also, they will follow the line that I have gone. That is my prayer. Hallelujah. But he says that because you are my sons, I'm telling you, follow me. So all those of you who say you are my sons and daughters, raise your hand if you are my sons and daughters. If you are my sons and daughters, follow me. Follow me. Look at what I'm doing and do what I'm doing. But you are looking at me and you are doing what maybe uh, uh, some other businessman is doing. Or some other person you are following. So you are actually following a lawyer. Or you are following uh, some other business person. That is actually what you are following. Or you are following some other woman that you've seen somewhere. But you are not following me. If I am your father, follow me. And if you are following me, follow me to the ministry. Let's work for God. Let's be prepared to be tired for God. Let's be prepared to sacrifice. You know how many nights I've stayed up praying for you to exist. You are looking at me here. Do you know how many nights? Do you, do you know how many nights we carried sand here on our heads from this very ground on which I'm standing and we put it on our head Jonathan do you remember and we carried it out sand after sand like that we were carrying out and throw it out and we built mountains of sand digging out the basement for us all to come and enjoy today if you are really my sons follow me and let's work for God let's put aside softy Christianity and let's put aside plain. Laborers are no mean people. Pray for laborers. Laborers are hard-working, sweating, working-class people. Not executive type. You know good life. I know good life. I said, my father was, I don't want, my father was not a poor man. You see, the first times I stayed in hotels. My father stayed in a hotel in London, five star for six months. Have you seen some before? Six months. 
not Ghana Hotel. These top, top hotels, you'll be in it paying the bills. There is a certain executive life which I know. I put it as I can be an executive. <laughs> if I want to be a big man and you see stars in the church right now, I know all those things. But if we are going to work for God, we have to look at the Black Star Square. You see the chairs for the, that crusade? I arranged all those chairs myself. Huh? I was. Ca- Give me the chair. Sit down. I was carrying the chairs in the nightlife. Reverend Saki, is it not true? We're carrying the chairs throughout the night. There's a reason. You don't know everything. We're carrying the chairs, fixing cables, fixing lights. We are not a poor organization. We are very, very blessed. We are blessed in millions of dollars. If you want to know, I'll tell you. But I was carrying chairs. I got home at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I came to church at 6.30. I woke up. I told my wife, wake me up at 6.30. I will miss the first service. I'll come for second service. Yeah. It was a very successful... Wait. It was a very, it was a very successful program. Oh. Hey, God was really moving. Oh. There is hard work behind the successful program that you don't know about. I have, I have clothes in my car. I told my wife, Keep, put those things in the car for me. Then I'll be on the ground working. Then I have to change into an executive something to go to the hotel and meet with Dr. Cho. And then after that, I come back to the ground and I'm moving. I change like a chameleon. They don't know what I'm even doing. There's hard work behind everything that is working. Amen. So I'm, 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 I'm not caught. I'm saying, if you are my son, follow me. Let's work. And we like sleeping. Uh, a sleeping person does not prosper. Amen. Yeah, sleeping person does not prosper. Any rich man. You see, some of the richest companies were destroyed when the hijackers attacked them. There was a company, there 700 employees. All of them went. Because they come to work very early. They are very diligent. So 8.30, they were all there. If you like, don't come early. Hardworking people work. There's no rich man who doesn't work hard. Amen, eh? Tell the person next to you, follow, follow, follow. The next one. A son carries the same anointing. Who knows the name of Elisha's father? Elisha. His real father. How many have heard of Elijah and Elisha? Somebody should tell me the name of Elisha's father or Elisha's surname. Shaphat. S-H-A-P-H-A-T. Mr. Elisha Shaphat. That is his name. Mr. Elisha Shaphat. His father was called Mr. Shaphat. Elisha, son of Shaphat. But Elisha followed Elijah for more than 20 years as a son. And when Elijah was taken to heaven, what were the words that came out of Elijah, Elisha's mouth? He shouted, he said, my father, my father. Meanwhile, his father was Mr. Shaphat. But you see, Elijah had become his father. You see, you can get to the point where the man of God becomes really your father. A relationship has taken place. And he shouted, my father, my father. So, and a son or a daughter 
receives catches the anointing have you got that point yeah elijah got the anointing. bible talks about a spiritual inheritance it comes to you naturally how many want to be anointed how many want to be anointed do you know that as you receive as you receive and as you walk with your father what is for your father will come to you naturally everybody say naturally if we do you remember when my father died were you around did you come singing that night the house you see that house and all my father's houses who are they for 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 me for us the children when we went to the court to read my father's will my father had written i mean nasu the third of so and so did and i commit my soul to god and to eternity and i hereby i give my house at here to my son my, my daughter beatrix heward mills to my son reverend dr dag heward mills my daughter this my daughter this my daughter this because i had four sisters and me i give my this to my son to my daughter to my son to my daughter to my son to my daughter my son my daughter <laughs> Charlie, it's good to be a son or a daughter coolly the things are for you i said coolly the things are for you it comes to you without struggling you receive them you inherit them pasashi your father died did the things of your father where did they go us direct direct coolly no bear no care no sweat <laughs> no sweat it's just yours even if he doesn't write a will his wishes is that it should come to his children so if you become a real son or a daughter in this ministry the anointing that is on the house is not like something you are forcing for but it will be on you naturally if you are really a son if you are not a son or a daughter you are something else a cousin (laughs) it will not be like that if you are an employee it will not be like that there was only one employee of my father who received some of the inheritance and that was reverend saki because he had made himself like a son my father left 25,000 CDs for him <laughs> in the will. <laughs> you have not received it yet. <laughs> You'll be paid. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> it's true. The people who are sons. To me in the ministry see that's what i'm saying that you must strive to be a son it's not something that happened you must you must go for it you must say you must you must follow you must say to yourself i'm permanent you must follow and say look i don't know everything i don't know everything i am going to follow this person has something i do not have i want it i will be like it i'm going to follow this thing and you find yourself following a certain course as you listen to the tapes over and over you begin to catch the heart 
You see, you mustn't catch what I say. You must catch the heart of what I say. Because although, you see, some people judge me and say I'm a bad person. But God knows whether I'm bad or good. It's the heart that really matters. Because I may come out and even say something wrong or do something wrong, but the heart is what really matters. Strive to be a son. Strive to be somebody like Kenneth Hagen. I don't call him Pastor Hagen. I call him Papa Hagen. Because spiritually, even though I don't even know him in the natural, the relationship is like a father with a son. He has many spiritual children. Amen. The next one. A son preaches the same things as his father. Second Timothy chapter 2. Am I the only one who is feeling hot? Is it hot? Ah, maybe we should reduce some of the light too, so that some people can sleep in peace. Okay, let's go on. I want you to try and understand what I'm sharing with you tonight. Amen. It's very important. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Thou therefore, my friend, thou therefore, my, my, my sister, thou therefore, my colleague, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. The things that thou hast heard of me, the same commit thou to faithful men now if you are my son what i preach will be what you will want to preach somebody once told me saw me and told me that you walk like your father and i said who should i walk like (laughs) if you are really a son and somebody says that you are like your father it's not an insult It's, it's you are happy that somebody is likening you to your father Amen. Amen. There are four generations of sons mentioned in that verse. Paul is the first generation. Timothy is the next generation. Then the faithful men is another generation. And then faithful others, others are the fourth group. It flows down, four groups. Paul to Timothy. Timothy to those who will teach to the faithful men. And the faithful men to who will teach others. So the others. And what are they supposed to teach? The same thing that I taught you, the same thing. Teach. Yeah, you have to. You have to learn to preach. Listen, let me tell you, you don't know anything about the ministry. I'm telling you now. Even I don't know anything. If I don't know anything, then what do you know? <laughs> do you understand? So if you don't know anything in the ministry, your first lessons in being in the ministry is to learn how to preach what your father is preaching. Now, what I'm telling you, I did not know it. I did it naturally. Some of my first messages I would preach, I preached what Kenneth Hagin preached. Now, I preached exactly, and I realized that people didn't even know what I was preaching because I would give the tapes to others. But people, people did not value it as I valued it. I was a secondary school student in Achimota. I used to preach Kenneth Hagin's tapes. But I didn't know. I used to preach Fred Price. I listened to it until I come and preach it. Powerful. People were blessed. <laughs> I soaked it up. Do you know one of the reasons why 
Anytime I do an altar call by the grace of God, oh, I mean, I can, I wonder how many times I've done an altar call that nobody gave his life to Christ. I have a strong anointing for altar calls. In the hardest of climates, somebody will give his life to Christ. Because I learned how to do altar call from Jimmy Swaggart. I watched them, watched them, watched them. I had five videos. I watched them uh, to the video even gospel. One day I was, I used to come home to watch the videos and go back to school. One day my father came out from his room and he saw me sitting there watching the video. Fred Price was preaching. And he said, he just looked at me and said, do you think you can become a priest by watching video? Then he, he closed the door and he went out. But he see, he was saying something real. I was becoming a priest. I was becoming a priest by watching the videos. <laughs> Am I not a priest? Look at my long maxi dress that I'm wearing. I'm a priest. What else is a priest? Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I'll soak it and soak it and soak it and soak. But you see, all these things, no, but I am sharing with you because God has shown me that that is actually what I was doing without knowing it. I love the word. I loved it. I love the priest. You see, you must fall in love with your father. You see, if you don't love your father, you will not love what comes from him. A son admires his father. Somebody like Kenneth Hagin, I admire him totally. I wish my life would end the way his life has gone. Somebody gave me a book that was written about only bad things from page one to about 250 pages or only about Kenneth Hagin. When I started reading the book, I began to see a lot of good things about Kenneth Hagin in the book. I never saw even one bad thing in the book. <laughs> I rather got insight on how to understand his ministry better. Because I admire him. I love him. And I therefore I love I enjoy it. You see, if you want to see people who are, who are in the ministry, my son, take somebody like Pastor Joel. He was just telling me, coming from Maryland yesterday, traveling. He said he was listening to himself for five hours. He said, Bishop, you have a lot of things to say. Where do you get all these things? He said that at a point, even the record, the tape volume, I think it was a camp, so the tape was low. So he said that he has his small atmosphere creator. So he put it in and was and that one too the volume was so he said that so with one hand driving and with one hand on the thing on his ear like that and he was driving listening trying to soak in it's not that somebody has told you soak in this or soak in that or do this but you see there is a certain love for what is coming and an admiration for the thing and a love is like you are sucking have you seen a baby when the baby is going oh man from the mother direct until something, not just the knowledge, the knowledge of the things that they are there, but something is entering you. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and life. You must love the word of people who are anointed. Especially your fathers, 
if you are in light as oh, the pastor that I really enjoy is uh, Bishop Kokrodite Abebrese. Then you should go to his church and stay there and really learn from Bishop Kokrodite Abebrese. Because he's going to, through him, God is going to anoint you and God is going to bless you. So please be in that church and receive the anointing and be released into the ministry. Correct or not correct? Yeah. I'm teaching you to be anointed. I say, I'm teaching you to connect. I say, I'm teaching you to. Yeah. You say you are my son. Follow me then. Let's go on the same road. Let's walk on the same road. Let's die for the same things. Let's believe to the same extent. Let's run together. If you are really my son or my daughter in the ministry, oh, let's walk on the same road. The next one. A son honors and respects his father. Are you my son? or daughter then you honor me you love me you respect me in reality in truth amen you see there's a lot of paperwork honor it's not real honor when people come to carry my bible i always tell them it doesn't mean you are humble if you are carrying my Bible, it doesn't mean you are humble. It doesn't mean you love me. It doesn't mean you respect me. Thank you for carrying. I don't, it's so, such a small Bible. I don't need somebody to carry it. But it doesn't, mean you are, it doesn't mean you really honor me and respect me. If you honor me and you respect me in your secret moments, that's where the real respect is. Not in bowing down, lying down, saluting, smiling. I can tell you that nobody squeezes his face on me in this church. Nobody squeezes his face. Everybody smiles at me. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that everybody honors me and everybody loves me. Rollins, do you think anybody who saw Rollins when he was the president squeezed his face up? Everybody who saw, even me, cry if I see him, I would have smiled. <laughs> I'd have smiled. Oh, Mr. President, I'm happy to meet you. And I'm sure I'd have also said, Oh, you are doing a good job. Oh, you see, it's like you are prompted to say something good because the person is a big person. The next one a son will allow the will of his father to be done. Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's the honor. Thy kingdom come. Then what? Thy will, thy will be done. Somebody gave birth and he called his child, thy will be done. So when they are shouting for the child, they call, thy will, thy will, come. Thy will be done. Whose will? Simple. Is that also? Penny. Is that also, if I am your father, not just the dean of your school or the principal of your school or whatever, the will of your father, you will want the will of your father to be done. You will want it to be done. I have some young men who finished school, they came to me. They said, Bishop, 
we have finished school. From now, I don't have anything else to do in the world. Whatever you tell me to do, that is what I'm going to do. People with degrees at the university, they say they don't have any other plan apart from what I see. Others also finish school. They have other plans with my plans. So where my plan and their plan meet, one plan is stronger. But the son will say, thy will. Thy will. He said, thy will, if it agrees with my will. No, thy will be done. So you, you say you are my son. You say you are my daughter. Would my will be done if I wanted, I say to you, go and serve the Lord? Maybe not. So you realize that the thing is in degrees. Shake hands with the nearest person and see if a, a child will be born out of that. Shake hands with the nearest person. Oh, I said shake hands. Are you afraid? Is any child going to come out of that? (laughs) How many realize that the relationship must be deeper than that? Powerful. Next one. You look for supply and forgiveness. Supply and forgiveness from your father spiritually. If you are a son, you look for, for supply. Give us this day our daily. So you look to your father for anointing. You look to him for the word. You look to him for wisdom. You look to him for direction. Amen. Is that not so? Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. You will be interested in reading my books. You will be looking to me and say, Our father which art in heaven, give us this day our daily bread from who? Our father which is in heaven. You are expecting daily bread from your father. This is the difference between lighthouse and other churches. I hope you realize that this is the difference between lighthouse and other churches. You see, we are a network of connected. It's like I'm linked to you, you are linked to me. If you die, I'm dying. If I live, you are living. That's how it is. If I've written a book, all of us have written a book. All of us have written a book. My pastors preach with my books as though they wrote the books. <laughs> yeah, I don't earn money from writing my books. All of us have written a book. It's for all of us. We are all being blessed. If they are blessed, I'm blessed. That is it. So when you have a real father, you look to him for supply. That's the difference. If you are here and really I am your father, you will look to me for direction, for the word, and you will actually come for You know my, my little baby, when she wants to eat, <laughs> eagerness. I said what? Eagerness. Some people, you tell them, wait for uh, night school, and they say, <sighs> Others are saying, You got to wait. Others just want to go. Others feel that. The little baby, do, not, do you think she does not feel that she's getting something powerful? She's looking for something. Some people are also not looking for anything. What does it mean? 
I've written a book. You see the book and you pass by. On Sunday, I saw, where is Pearl? Pearl and Linda. Where are you? They are not here. You see, Pearl and Linda. Tell them I was preaching about them. <laughs> you see, I don't know everybody in church, but there are some people I know. And I know Pearl, I know Linda. They smile at me nicely. They say hello to me nicely. I met them at the back eating pie and drinking minerals. I said, ah, you won't buy books, you are buying pies. <laughs> and they are not shepherds. And they are not here tonight. <laughs> they are not interested. So they may say, oh, Bishop is my father. I'm the father in the sense of a Catholic father. But in terms of real ministry father, no. <laughs> because if somebody is, if you are really somebody's son or daughter, you follow his ways. Even you look like him. Amen. Amen. Are you there? You've gone home? Amen. We have almost ended. One point more, then we go home. The next one you continually acknowledge your father. Continually acknowledge. Our Father, which had never hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As it, it is in heaven, give us our daily bread, forgive us. As it is in heaven, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. You continually acknowledge. You have the power and the glory and the honor. It's from you we are being blessed. Through you we are being blessed. I called a certain brother and I told him, do you want to be great in the, the work of God? I, I said to him, I, I showed him a pastor that was senior to him. I said, honor him, follow him, serve him, push him up. You will become so great, you will be surprised. You see, this Accra, Bishop Duncan William was in Accra before all of us came. I attended his church. When the Lord told me, honor this man. I have done so. Today, I am his closest friend in this city of Accra. If anything is happening, he knows that I will be there for him. I have consistently honored him by the grace of God. And I have ensured that my relationship with him is a certain way. Have I been going down? No. I've been going up, 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 up. I called the pastor. I said, you want to be great? I said, you see this pastor who is in your town? Honor him. Serve him. Follow him. Be there for him. It is the way you will become great. People don't know. The way up is down. (laughs) The staircase for upstairs. It goes downstairs. (laughs) And the staircase for up, there is a lion on the way. As you try to pull people down and go up. Amen. Amen. So, the last point. A son looks to his father for food. 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 Amen. Now, have they closed the bookshop? Peter. Have you closed? Give me lay people, mega church, anything you've got, and a thousand micro churches, tapes. Now, the last thing is a father looks to his son, a son looks to a father for what? 
Adriane, Eziban. How do you say it in Ewe? Huh? Nududu. Eesh. It sounds like noodle soup. <laughs> Nududu. How do you say it in Yoruba? Onjelo. Onje. Onjelo. Honje. Honje. Oko Honje. <laughs> <laughs> look who feeds you who fed you when you were three years old who fed you when when you were born your mother and who bought food for your mother to eat before she had breast milk to eat who fed you when you were six years old who fed you when you were nine years old who fed you when you were 12 years old? Your mother fed you through your father. Don't bring yourself at all. No woman should be proud this evening. What's that? Ah, okay, that's why it's so hot. Amen. The main thing that your parent gives you, especially at the beginning of your relationship with a person as a father or a mother, is food. Look, my baby in the house eh, is only one. She doesn't. When I look at her, I say, Do you know that I'm your father? She just looks at me, just turns her eyes away. The only thing she's after is food. There must be only one thing you are after right now, and that's food. You are just beginning your life in the ministry. Today is the first day of your life in the ministry. You must be looking for what? Nududu. Amen. 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 Food. Bishop, feed us. Give us a book to read. Bishop, write something for us to understand. Bishop, preach on the tape. We want the tapes. We want to listen. Look, I am listening to tapes all the time all the time all the time anybody who is going to become a minister what is going to be coming out of you is the word so now you must be filling your tank filling your tank filling your tank filling 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 all that comes out of you is what you have put in over the years so now now is the time you must now spend money to become a shepherd you must take i cannot i can preach all that i preach to you for forgotten You've forgotten by the time we close. But you will get the tapes. You will go home. You will soak in, soak in, soak. A preacher, look, is somebody who has, who gives out what has been put into him. 1,000 micro churches. This is the tape I've asked you all to get. Have you gotten it? You don't have money for it. You want it at a reduced price. Where is lay people? Let people is finished. Mega church. Get it. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. 
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.